Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Our number three. Live in Los Angeles, it's the herd. Wherever you may be. And however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. So yesterday I did start of the show with a little bit of a four or five minute Taylor Swift rant. Defending her 25 second appearances on football <laughs> games that last almost four hours. Apparently that morning Joe was running it today. The staff just told me it's our highest clicked anything during the football season. Oh my. So apparently the Swifties... Uh, came to support our show. I, that, that's my understanding is that they come in fast and furious. Yeah. The Swift clip aired on The View today. Really? <laughs> I've never the been on The still on TV? I remember that from like 15 years ago. It was on The View. It was on more. I know Joe Scarborough. Wonderful. I don't know who that is. He's very uh, politically engaged on MSNBC. That's why you I don't, don't know, know who he is. is. That's why I, I don't watch that channel. Um. Well, Maybe oh, we should uh, rank uh, Taylor Swift uh, songs, like no, top five. I said, I'm not a Swifty, but I do think men who are uh, deeply bothered by 25 seconds over three and a half hours need to get their priorities right. I said this before, too, because I have my mom is a very strong woman. At 14 years old, my mom got on a boat by herself in London where she lived to go to New York City. Very strong woman. My wife, Irish, outspoken, very strong woman. My sister has a point of view. My daughter, again, opinionated. I just have a lot of very strong women in my life, and I have throughout the course of my life. I've had uh, women who are bosses uh, on the set with me, always have a strong opinion, always thoughtful. And so I would just be, as a man, I, I, it would be horrifying to be outraged by 25 seconds of Taylor Swift. How would the women in my life react to me and view me now some guys grow up with brothers only without a sister um you know maybe dad's the force in their life not mom uh they've never had a female boss they've never had they haven't had the opportunities i have but i've just happened to have a very strong european mother 
who came over on a boat by herself to New York, strong sister, strong, outspoken wife, uh, daughter, big opinions, you're going to know about them, and, and just the women I've worked with in media in my life. So that's been my life. That's been my um, my reality is I've had strong women and I and, and I don't know why this is psychologically I'm not Freud obviously uh, but uh, it does matter what women think of me it does matter what my daughter my wife my sister it matters what women think of me it's not an appearance thing I know what I look like I've got a mirror it, but it does matter that they don't think I'm a lunkhead and a meathead and I think if you're getting upset over 25 seconds of video over three and a half hours. You need to get over it. We put guys on sports all the time. I remember very famously in the 80s, it was a real thing. The NBA had this um, marketing campaign. It was really cool. And it was famous people. It'd be like Rob Lowe, or who still, by the way, looks 28, and uh, Jack Nicholson. And it was um, NBA. It's fantastic. And they would go to Laker games, and they would show celebrities. And it was cool that the late uh, uh, Siskel and Ebert would be at a Bulls game. And we, we've had all these male figures, and it's okay, guys, if women like sports, too. I don't care if they're dating a player. Who cares? You know, I've always felt this about sports. Hey, man, you're a casual. I'm a sportscaster, and I'm a casual. Outside of the NFL, I'm a casual. I love my life. I like my sports. And I try to bring that perspective every day. I don't want to go down these tunnels and rabbit holes and be in. If you want to hear a crazy person, go have a beer with your buddy and watch a game. That's not my job. I want to be the judge uh, sitting atop with a gavel and listen to the prosecutor and the DA. And that's how I sort of view my role in this whole thing is I want to come in. Um, you know, we all have biases, but kind of agenda free. And this is how I view the game. So I guess my takeaway on, on, on Taylor Swift was, and I didn't really watch a lot of the feedback. I try to stay off that stuff. I don't want to know if it's too good or too bad. I don't think Dennis Miller used to have a great line. You'll get arrogant if your feedback's too good, and you'll get insecure if it's too bad. So I don't care. But I do think what's amazing about sports is I want more people under the tent. Because when I was a kid and I was a sports fan, I never understood people that got into soap operas. Like, I understood sitcoms and Mary Tyler Moore, Mash Cheers. Anytime you can make people laugh, it could be Johnny Carson, Letterman, Leno, it doesn't matter, that's good. But I never understood people that were so loyal to pretending. And I always felt like all the real stuff is sports. How do you not like sports? And I grew up in a family that nobody liked it except me. So when Russell Wilson went to the Seahawks and Pete Carroll and they won, my sister finally liked sports. And I thought it was so cool. She's like, oh my God, I'm getting nervous. The two-minute drive, and I'm like, my sister's using football terms. So that was it was a really important part of this sort of growth as a sportscaster. Was nobody in my family's ever liked sports, and my wife similarly. I I've never been involved with people who care about sports much, but um, I love when they're under the tent and they get nervous and anxious. And I'm like, you don't get this with sitcoms. You don't get this. This is real life. It's so wonderful, and we should just open our arms to everybody and let them in. This is so much fun, and these athletes care so much. And they make a lot of money, but they play through pain. They, they play hurt. They, Lamar Jackson's crying when he loses. How do you not love these guys? How do you not love this stuff? And I've thought about I tell my wife this all the time. I don't want to retire and go play golf and be removed from people. I want to be around young people. I want to laugh. I want to cry. And there's an old saying in the news business. Uh, it was in broadcast news. I was talking to an old friend, Jim Snyder, who's a newscaster in Las Vegas. Yesterday, we were texting back and forth. And there was a line, uh, because the news business is so hard, and, and you see so much death and pain, that there's a line in broadcast news, get out of news while you can still cry, because it numbs you. Sports never numbs me. I can't wait for the next game. I can't wait to watch Jim Harbaugh with the Chargers. I can't stand what's going to happen in September, October, November in politics. I don't want any part of it. Negative, angry, accusatory, conspiracy-driven. Yuck. News is sad. Politics is weird and tribal. Sports is amazing. So a beautiful, talented girl dates a superstar, and she loves this stuff. My wife doesn't like sports. She's from Detroit. The Lions were losers her whole life. My wife's going crazy Sunday. She's literally sweat calling me swearing because she's at a different place than I was. We're texting for an hour straight. And I loved every second of it. 
Invite people into the tent. It's so rewarding. It's so amazing. If you landed on this planet and you didn't know what sports was, I would say it's totally unscripted. I was absolutely sure Kansas City was going to lose. I can't believe the Lions are good. Michigan's now way better than Ohio State. The best basketball players are from Europe. You never know what you're going to get. And to me, it keeps you young. Politics ages you. News ages you. Sports keeps you young. Let's just be happy people love it as much as we do. Good for Taylor Swift, Matthew McConaughey, Eminem, Drake, Bradley Cooper. I love seeing Bradley Cooper at Eagle Games. It's like this famous actor who's doing duets with Lady Gaga bleeds green. God, he cares so much for the Eagles. He's so irrational. This talented, brilliant actor is so absurdly irrational for the Eagles. God, I love that. What a feeling sports gives all of us. And I'm done ranting. Okay, a youth movement in Seattle. The Seahawks expected to hire the Ravens DC, that's defensive coordinator. Mike McDonald is their new head coach. Uh, finalizing the deal, Seattle has its man at 36. He's going to become the NFL's youngest head coach. So, so far in the coaching cycle, here's who we have. Chargers offensive coach Harbaugh. Raiders defensive coach Antonio Pierce. Very little experience, but a former player. Patriots defensive guy Gerard Mayo. Titans offensive guy Brian Callahan. Panthers offensive guy Dave Canales. Falcons defensive guy Raheem Morris. Seahawks defensive guy Mike McDonald. Commanders? Vrabel? Mike Vrabel? I guess it's possible. Um, so by the way, I was just reading up on McDonald. So he spent a lot of time with the Ravens, then went to Michigan under Harbaugh, and then came back to the other Harbaugh. How much do you think being in the Harbaugh orbit for close to seven, eight years helped him get this gig? Like, that's, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, one of the best coaches in the league. John Harbaugh, an elite coach. I think it's part of the reason he got this job, no? Yeah. It's in, so we have um, one, two, so four defensive coaches, three offensive coaches. You know how I feel about that. And I think the commanders may go Vrabel. I mean, if Vrabel's available, he's the best guy out there. Is there, is there a dark horse? I don't even, I mean, it's tough to think of it. Dan Quinn? What does this mean, by the way, for Dan Quinn? Does he does he go back to Dallas? Yeah. It's all interesting. Um, Greg Olson earlier on why teams want to lean generally offensive coach over defensive coach. I think the reason why teams gravitate towards offensive coaches is because typically to get an offensive play caller in your building, you have to make him the head coach. And the greatest connection between the quarterback is with his play caller. And if you have success, success is going to get your staff poached. Look what's happened to Sean McVay, right? Every coach on his staff over the years has been poached. But what has always stayed the same? The play caller has stayed the same. If Sean McVay was a defensive coach and they've had the same exact success, Every time these guys are plucked off his staff, his quarterback, Goff, and now Stafford, would have had to work with a new play caller. And it's just teams don't want turnover for their quarterback. And if you anticipate success, your play caller, if it's not your head coach, he's going to get plucked away from you, and teams don't want that revolving door. It's not so much that defensive coaches aren't great coaches. They are. I mean, Bill Belichick. I mean, you can go down the list. They're just harder to find guys to change their offense to change the game on offense. So if you can get them in the building, you got to make them a head coach. All right. So one coaching job left Washington. Remember, winnable division, good roster with nice, nice young skill people, most salary cap space. I think you have a backup in Sam Howell, but they have a top pick. They have the second or the third pick. Do they have the second or third pick? Um, Bears, was it Washington? Second, I'm sorry, second pick. So they, they're going to get the second best quarterback, or they could move up if Caleb Williams doesn't want to be a Bear. So they're going to get the first or the second best quarterback prospect, most salary cap space, good young receivers in an offensive league. I think Vrabel would win there immediately. Hot take, the Washington job is better than the Seattle job. I don't want to face Shanahan and McVay four times a year.
No thanks. That's not a terrible take. That's not a not a terrible take. Thanks so much, pal. It, it was, way, to, way to back me up. It was a pretty solid plus take. Uh, no, I, that, that's certainly you can argue that. Most cap space and the number two pick. By the way, just for the record, that entire division, Philadelphia coaches on the hot seat this year. You can't replace both coordinators back-to-back Well, years. Dallas and Dallas Philadelphia coach, both have old stars, old expensive stars. Dallas coaches lame duck, and I know you didn't mention him earlier, but Brian Dable comes into this season after beefing with his D.C., offense fell off a cliff, and they committed to Daniel Jones. I think the Giants are also in trouble. Washington, the arrow's pointing up. I think you're right. Good take. (laughs) Reluctantly good take. Uh, Stay tuned. Uh, Live in L.A., it's The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Jordan Schultz, NFL insider for Bleacher Report, is in Los Angeles. When he is, we put him on the set. My friend, let's start with the commanders. So Ben Johnson was the leading candidate. There was a quarterback, Boomer Esiason, guaranteed it was done. Uh, something unraveled. You told me during the break, it, the last two to three mm-hmm. days, it wasn't Ben Johnson. I think Ben Johnson, you're talking about Washington? Yeah. Ben Johnson was in a really interesting position because he knew that Adam Peters, the GM, the new GM in Washington, really liked him. He also knows that he has a great, basically perfect situation coming back in Detroit next year. I have no doubt that Jared Goff's going to get extended. He'll get 40 to $45 million this offseason per year. He's the guy now, right? He was the placeholder with the Stafford trade. He proved himself. He's the guy. Okay. You have Gibbs. You have St. Brown. You have Jamison Williams, this dynamic young offense, Laporta, great offensive line. Brent Johnson knows he's going to be a very hot candidate next year. Yes. And when you think about it, over the last five years, Colin, eight candidates are available Eight jobs every single year. In other words, a third of the league is fired every offseason. Yeah. So if Ben Johnson does what he's supposed to do next year, he'll be even in more demand yeah. heading into 2025. Okay. So um, Commanders is the only job not filled yep. before we get to Seattle's being filled. Is Vrabel still at all, Belichick Vrabel at all up for that one? Say Belichick, no. Vrabel would surprise me. I think it's down to Weaver from Baltimore. Uh, you got Dan Quinn. Um, and Aaron Glenn from Detroit, the yeah. defensive coordinator. Now, Ben Johnson told Detroit as they were on the airplane, 
I'm going to stay here. But Aaron Glenn is firmly in the mix as well. So you basically have three guys. I'd be very surprised if Vrabel got in the mix. Um, he hasn't interviewed there. It, you know, listen, th this is a new ownership group with Josh Harris that spent $6 billion plus on this franchise. They want to be the antithesis of what Daniel Snyder was. They want to have a sustainable franchise, right? So you think about those three candidates. Weaver's an up-and-comer, really well-liked defensive guy. Aaron Glenn, defensive guy. Dan Quinn, defensive guy. So regardless, even if they went Vrabel, that's pretty much a defensive guy as well. So they want a defensive guy. Now they've shifted off of Ben Johnson. And I think all three of those guys are, are really in the mix. But Dan Quinn, to me, makes a lot of sense because he's like he's a perfect, I believe, place not, not placeholder, replacement of Ron Rivera because a lot of the things that Ron Rivera wasn't willing to do, take full control of the defense, Dan Quinn will be willing to do that. Dan Quinn in his mid-50s, they had a top-five defense across the board in Dallas last year, interviewed very well, has a really good relationship with Adam Peters. I think he makes a lot of sense. I'm not sure if he gets the job because I was told Weaver did awesome, as did Glenn in the interviews. But I like the Dan Quinn effect just because of the culture he can instill. So Harbaugh's had the job for a few days. Um, Jim, what this appeared to be a really good match. Take me behind the scenes why it was. We, we, we said six weeks ago the Chargers targeted Jim Harbaugh. That was their guy. Jim Harbaugh was suspended, what, six games last year? Yeah. He already had a ton of, just a cadre of violations for 2024. He knew there was a really good chance he was going to get suspended again. He wins the national championship. He goes to three straight college football playoffs in Michigan. He did everything he was supposed to do. So he goes to the Chargers, and that was really the only organization, Colin, as it was described to me, willing to cede full control. Now, the GM they bring in from Baltimore is was with John Harbaugh. So he goes from John to Jim. Right. Okay, he has the quarterback. He has the quarter-billion-dollar facility. He has everything you'd want as well as, again, full operating control. So as it's been described to me, he will work in collaboration with the new GM, but ultimately Jim Harbaugh is going to have final say. That was incredibly important. And as you, we just talked about, five years at $80 million, 16 per year, he's getting a tremendous amount of money, lifetime security, really. So it made a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. And then, by the way, he wants to say to John Harbaugh, oh, I also have a Super Bowl. I also have a national championship. You don't have that. Well, right. You're from the Pacific Northwest. You're tied into the Seahawks. Mike McDonald, um, you know, this Ravens defense, J-Mac talked about this yesterday. Everybody in the league is buzzing about this guy. It's got a little bit of a D'Amico Ryans feel where two years ago, somebody from the Niners said, we got the next great coach on our staff. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't Solon necessarily, though they liked him. They were like, keep your eye for D'Amico Ryans, the, the guy that just played. Yeah. Uh, so you're hearing similar things things with uh, Mike McDonald. Yeah, it's a great point comparing D'Amico, who just had this cataclysmic, I should say, uh, meteoric rise uh, through, the, through the NFL ranks. And when you think about Mike McDonald, what does he do really well? I had a GM describe Mike McDonald to me as Kyle Shanahan, Mike, McD uh, Mike McDaniel, and Sean McVay on the defensive side of the ball. That's how creative he was. Think about all the all pro years that he was able to instill this season in Baltimore. Kyle Hamilton, Matabuke, uh, you think about what he did for Patrick Queen. Who's, Roquan Smith Roquan, became the best linebacker. He literally changed the whole defense. Roquan Smith was unbelievable, but so was Patrick Queen. That duo was the best linebacking duo arguably in the league. And what did he do? He took Patrick Queen, whose option was not even picked up by Baltimore last offseason, and turned him, turned him into a Pro Bowl caliber player. So I love the Mike McDonald hire, his creativity. Look what he did after the first two drives with Kansas City. I mean, that's the best quarterback in football. That's the best player, arguably, in pro sports, Patrick Mahomes. After those first two drives, he created problems. He was sending exotic blitzes. You didn't know where Kyle Hamilton was coming from. Obviously, that's great personnel, but what Mike McDonald's going to do with 36 years old is take a Seattle defense that has been in the bottom half, bottom third the last three years. With some really good players. That's the thing. They have great talent. You think about Jordan Brooks and some of the young safeties and corners, obviously Woolen and Spoon. Yeah. He's going to take those guys to an entirely different dimension, and I believe at 36, the runway is so so long for him that he's the exact type of fit that Seattle needed after Pete Carroll at 72. So Belichick is interesting because I had said earlier, sometimes Nike from the Northwest makes you, after 10 years, take five weeks off, reboot, yeah. don't come to the campus, get out of the country, <laughs> get off the treadmill. We want you to see the world beyond your current borders, and it's, it's a really nice reboot for people, you know, I think emotionally, intellectually, go see other stuff. In the NFL, you can't, you know, you don't no. get those. 
But I would say Bill was no days off as GM and coach for over 10 years doing both. He got a little allergic and tone deaf to the cultural changes of the league. I don't think it's horrible that he takes a step back and does some TV. What do you hear about what he wants? Was it a, you know, the, the, the Atlanta thing didn't work. We right. thought he was in the lead. That's very well said, Colin. And you talk about, I love the Beaverton Nike comp. Listen, I believe that both Bill Belichick and Arthur Blank, heading into the process, believed that Belichick was going to be the guy. Belichick interviewed twice. The guy's almost 72 years old. He's won six Super Bowls. He is the greatest of all time. The fact that he interviewed twice tells us he really wanted that job, but I think was also willing to work with Arthur Blank. But I think what happened with Atlanta was that it became abundantly clear. Two things. One, Bill Belichick, the last three or four years when he had full control, wasn't the answer. You just talked about the last decade, kind of losing touch with that. It's hard enough to be a head coach in the league. It's really, really hard to do two. I think Bill Belichick at this point in his career, in his 70s, should just be a head coach. But what I'm told is that Arthur Blank, the people around him were telling him, listen, if you hire Bill Belichick, even if Terry Fontenot's still here as the GM, yeah. he's still going to have the final say because that's what he wants. And the type of money and the ego that's all there is not what we need. So you take in all of that, and then the fact that Raheem Morris came and absolutely blew it out of the park. Yeah. His interview process was tremendous. He brings in Zach Robinson from the, from the Rams, who was the OC. And I think what Raheem learned from Tampa was, I got to delegate more. So let me focus on the defense, and let me have Zach run the offense. I think both hires were terrific. I'm not saying that Bill or Pete Carroll wouldn't want to coach moving forward, but I think both those guys need to wait it out, maybe do TV. I think they'd be awesome, potentially revolutionize TV. They'd be phenomenal, but wait it out to the 2025 cycle where, again, the last five years tells us there's going to be eight jobs available. Um, so the Senior Bowl, Michael Penix and Bo Nix, the Northwest kids, who are going to get drafted. Bo Nix for sure in the first round, I think Penix. Penix, there's some concerns at uh, uh, Indiana, um, you know, about some, you know, some the, injuries, the injuries, surgeries. Yeah. So what did you hear down there? So what I, what I was told was there's a lot about Penix that people are going to find out this week. Number one, he had the highest, I'm sorry, the, the biggest hand size, Penix did, of any non-lineman in Mobile. Wow. Massive mitts. Now, we know evaluators love the big mitts. They do. He also has a 6'9 wingspan. He's freakishly long. He stands about 6'2 and a half, 6'3. Yeah. So what he's able to do, and I talked to John Beck yesterday, who's his quarterback coach, who's worked with C.J. Stroud, Justin Fields, oh, Bryce okay. Young. I said, what is it about, Mike, that you love? You see the Oregon State game right there? Yeah. He said, go back and watch the Oregon State tape. That was a really talented defense in horrendous weather. Look what Michael Penix did to them. Look at the big throws he made when it mattered most in the elements. That's what's going to separate Mike from a lot of other quarterback prospects. And then you talk about the composure. This is the greatest quarterback and greatest player in Husky history. He had Romo Dunze, he had Polk, he had McMillan. Those guys are terrific. But And then you see West over there. The way he spreads the ball around, he's like Steve Nash. That's how one assistant GM told me. He's like Steve Nash. He's so unselfish with not committing to one guy over the other. He's going to find guys when they're available. He's never going to panic. And his intelligence is through the roof. And then you just have the Matthew Stafford arm angles. Yeah. That's what Jack Beck told me, or John Beck told me as well. He said, Penix reminds me of Matthew Stafford with how he can dip his arm angles in the slots. And that really matters in tight windows. And he said, because he's so composed, Michael Penix is able to see those windows, see what a defense is presenting him, never panic, and then obviously deliver on time and accurate. Okay, so we don't have a lot of Aaron Rodgers defenders yeah. on this show, but there was a massive article in The Athletic this morning that there were 30 sources on it. Uh, my takeaway was it was mostly, honestly, about Nat Hackett and how Nat Hackett has lost confidence in the building yeah. from coaches and people, but he's Aaron's kind of buddy. Yeah. And so Aaron's like, he's my guy, and he lets me do what I want to do. And I've said before, owners, Belichick, Aaron, it's not a, if you want to really win in this league, you can't do everything on your terms. Yeah, Sometimes Mahomes is going to get barked at by Eric, Eric Bieniemy, right? Andy Reid. You, you can't just do things to be comfortable. Uh, it just, it, this sounds like Aaron's really comfortable with him. That's my takeaway. With, with Nate Hackett. Yeah, he's, he's his guy, but it sounds like from the athletic article, Hackett's lost a lot of confidence with multiple coaches in the building. So your takeaway on the article, 30 sore. I never even heard of the 30 It's a lot. Sore. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I never heard of 30. I, listen, if Aaron Rodgers was so hated in that building, 
I'm going to say this with great respect to everybody else on the team. Would he have been voted most inspirational like he was by his teammates? The answer is no. It's definitively no. Now, I've talked to five, six, seven guys throughout the last few weeks about what went wrong this year. There were a lot of things. Aaron gets hurt. That's the main thing that gets wrong. They didn't have a contingency plan. Zach right. Wilson wasn't ready to play. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers is not hated in that building. Like anywhere else, there's going to be problems day to day. But I listen, to me, I'm not saying the reporting was inaccurate. What I'm saying is that Aaron Rodgers has a lot of fans in that building from the staff to the players all the way up to Woody Johnson, the owner. And he's going to be back next season. They're going to run it back. They're going to improve their offensive line. That's a big factor. They need another receiver. They need another running back to help Brees Hall. But they're going to, I, I think with that defense and Robert Sala just focusing on the defense, that team can be competitive next year. But again, the fact that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was voted most inspirational without playing, what, four snaps all year tells you all you need to know. Yeah, I thought the article, and J-Mac, you may have read it, I thought the article was more about Hackett than Aaron, and that Aaron likes Hackett, and Sala's lost confidence, clearly another coach on the staff, they didn't like it at camp. I thought it was really, it was pretty hard on Hackett. I mean, it's not going to damage Aaron at all, but it did come across like, hey, he's Aaron's buddy. And Aaron's going to get what he wants, sure. but you know it's the Jets. Of course, he's going to get what he. When LeBron came to the Lakers, LeBron got what he wanted. Of course, I mean, is Aaron Rodgers one of the three at worst best quarterbacks of all time? Does he have the most unbelievable resume of pretty much anyone in the game today, other than Mahomes? Yes, he's going to get what he wants. He wanted Nathaniel Hackett. He got him. They were yeah. tight in Green Bay. I also asked Randall Cobb. I said, "What it, with Aaron not being in the building, and obviously they go back to Green Bay together yeah. ten plus years." I said, "What impact did it have?" He said, "Aaron is a calming presence." Even if we're not playing well, we know eventually Aaron's going to get us there. He's a calming presence. We didn't have that, but Aaron is one of the most beloved guys in this locker room without having been here more than half a year. That was Randall Cobb. So to me, this, this Jets situation is, is unfortunate because of the injury. Nathaniel Hackett's not going anywhere. Salah's not going anywhere. Joe Douglas isn't. They're going to run it back. And I have to believe with a healthy Aaron Rodgers, they're going to win 10 plus games next year. By the way, uh, J Mac, did you notice the fairness on this show? We, we talked about... I was team. waiting for J-Mac to jump in and say, no, I didn't so like it. We get both sides. It, this is somebody defending Aaron. I want He doesn't watch our show, but if he did, see, we take both sides. I'm not going to defend him. I am curious where you guys think, why this story now? We like to ask that question. And who's doing a lot of the leaking? I know with 30 sources, it's tough, but there's clearly someone with well, there was two courses. There was two coaches that were critical of Hackett. Uh-huh. So it was, it was, listen, everybody's jealous of power. If, if I had a bunch of power here, you're going to get somebody, right? Like, yeah. that's just the reality of it. And Aaron does have a lot of say, but he's got say because it's been a dysfunctional organization for 12 years. That's why he got say. So I, I do think some of this stuff is just jealousy, mm-hmm. but it was, it's funny. I thought it was more damning. About Hackett. Of Hackett. Uh, you know, Aaron did come Aaron gets attached because he wanted Hackett. Yeah. And I think, I think one of these things with Aaron is, and I've said this about Belichick. If you really are all in on winning, and I've criticized NFL owners for this, then it can't always be on your terms. Yeah. Owners in, with the Chargers had to relinquish power to Harbaugh. They'll be better. Belichick relinquished some power to Tommy. They won a lot. Um, I do think Aaron deserves power. I've always said Hackett sounds like a great guy. That doesn't always mean a great coach. No, it doesn't. It's not a prerequisite. What is a prerequisite is having the respect of your guys, even if they don't like you. It's like any great team. I don't have to like you, Aaron Rodgers, but I do need to respect you. My sense is that he is very well liked and respected, and as soon as he comes back, if are we talking about this if Aaron Rodgers played 17 games last year? We're not talking about this because right. even Hackett's deficiencies aren't going to be exposed. So to me, this is a non-story heading into next year when Rodgers and Hackett are back on the same page and this thing's rolling again, as I have to believe it will. Look at that. Some positive can, I, can, I get a, can I get a pre-seed early prediction on the Jets next year from both of you? I'm just curious. Okay, no, okay, that's good. Let me see. Let me do this because we were very accurate this year. You Ryan, Ryan, we got this division perfect. You did. How I many know. games does uh, Aaron Rodgers play? The over-under is going to be... What? Come on, 13, 14, 14, 15. Come on, he'll play. 15. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm going to do this. We don't right have now. the schedule in front of us, but you know, a rough kind of. Uh, I'll go. I'll go ten and seven. All ten and seven, solid. That's playoffs. By the way, do you, would you agree Zach Wilson's probably the leaker? His camp of this, a lot of the stuff just seems. But, but hold upset on. Set with rot. 
with the with, starting quarterback and Hackett. But Rodgers was so good to Zach, and well, Zach at the, idolized Rodgers. At the Rogers. beginning, he was. It sounds like in the story that petered out near the end. Yeah, but does that matter? Does it matter if I Zach doesn't, Wilson doesn't like Aaron? Who cares? Who cares? Well, I think Say, he's trying to help his okay. stock going forward. I so think this division value. is going to look the same, but the because I don't think Miami's going anywhere with two and McDaniel. I think Buffalo's fine. Uh, New England's going to be bad, maybe improved, but bad. They don't have any weapons. I think the Jets will be a viable 9-10 win team. So I had them at 9-10 this there year. You, you know, I, I'm not, not I, but I will say this. Nine or ten wins in the NFC can be Detroit. Sure. I can get the conference championship. Nine or ten in the AFC is not getting you to the conference championship. So yeah. Burrow's back. Sure. Justin Her- Herbert, Herbert's got, back, back. And yeah. Buffalo, Baltimore, Miami, Kansas, Kansas City. City, they're not going anywhere. And also, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson sure. are not going to be awful for the first six weeks. Uh, if Regardless of, we don't know where Russell's going to be next year. But maybe they get a quarterback, maybe they don't. But Denver's, I have to assume, will be better. And the Raiders will be better. That whole division's going to be tough. Yeah. Jaguars I, with Trevor Lawrence. Jaguars, I mean. Yeah, yeah. AFC, if the Jets win 9-10. to The 10, Texans. That doesn't mean oh, the, the Colts. By the way, Colts. Shane Steichen has Anthony like Ray. Again, ten wins in the AFC doesn't mean doesn't guarantee anything. Ten wins you're in right. the NFC, you're a playoff. Deshaun team. Watson's back as well. I know you love Cleveland. Him a lot. Cleveland was they they're going to be very good next I year. I thought Stefanski was probably was the, coach the, one of the, year. the coach of the year. Over Campbell. Yeah. Over Ryan's. Yeah, Campbell's got way better players D'Amico? and one quarterback. Demico. Nice story. I go. I, I go. You D'Amico. can get to the playoffs with four quarterbacks. You win my coach of the year. In the AFC, in a division with Pittsburgh's roster, Baltimore's roster. I, I, okay, Jets have, let's see. So the Jets play, we made this a Jets yeah, let's, let's. The AFC West, oh, good luck. Awesome. Harbaugh, Mahomes, awesome. <laughs> and the AFC North, so they get the Lions, Jordan, Oof. oh, that, or Oof. AFC. So the AFC West and North. Okay, okay. Oh, that's brutal. All right, so, so you got Sean Payton, the, Antonio Pierce. Just think of the quarterbacks. Okay. The Jets are going to face, beyond Josh Allen twice and Tua twice, they're going to face Mahomes, Herbert, and Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Woo! That they is, have an elite defense. Well, they better stay healthy. That they, have is a, a, they do have a great defense. Maybe instead of ten and seven, I'm gonna go I'm gonna, <laughs> eight, and nine, nine and eight, kind of like J Max rec team. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, didn't they beat the Eagles last year? Jets did. They, they did. They did late in the season. Late and in the season. And they fought hard against the Chiefs. I don't remember. They battled the Chiefs on a Monday night game that was actually really close. Sure. AFC West, AFC North. That was like that's brutal. Okay, I gotta read. You gotta read. That's brutal. Eight, eight, and nine. We got free agency. We got the draft. Carolina on that schedule. All right, great stuff. As always, from you, uh, nice, NFL guys. Insider, Bleacher Report, Jordan Schultz. And um, back with J-Mac Herd line next. Time. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most oh, terrible. Oh, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, why? Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes you know what, possible. Just you know what? Forget say. this. Just listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks 
Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, we had made a mistake earlier. The jet schedule's actually the AFC South and the NFC West. So, which is no day at the beach because you get Stafford, Brock Purdy, Kyler Murray. You're also going to get um, Trevor Lawrence, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Shane Steichen. Josh Allen twice, Tua twice. You also get Russell Wilson. Not a lot of those guys scare me. I'll be honest. Kyler Murray doesn't scare me. If I'm not like up at night worrying about game planning for Kyler Murray. Really. Like, Stroud had a good year. The Jets body-bagged him in New York oh, in a rain game. Okay. He got knocked, literally knocked out of the game. Okay, so they face uh, our bad. AFC South, NFC West, which is I wouldn't want to face the AFC North. <laughs> I don't want to face Burrow, Lamar. Yeah, that schedule is actually, I don't want to say No, favorable. it's not good. You got, like, you're not they, nervous about Seattle. I mean, sorry. You face, by the way, as a defensive coach, you face offensive coach Jacksonville, offensive coach twice Miami. Offensive coach Rams, offensive coach San Francisco, offensive coach Indianapolis, offensive coach Minnesota, offensive coach Denver. I'm going to take O coach over D coach most of the time. Am I wrong on that? Let's not go overboard. J-Mac with the news. (laughs) Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So we talked last hour about the Seahawks locking up Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens. He's 36 years old, which is kind of insane. Now the youngest head coach in the NFL. This is a big swing from Pete Carroll, who was the oldest coach in the league in 2023. Wow. Um, That's like a 37-year swing, something like that, 36-37. I think Washington dropped the ball here. I like McDonald a lot more than others. Um, I just thought he was tremendous. And by the way, he did a great job against Shanahan and almost all of his coaching tree guys. Now he faces Shanahan twice. We'll face McVay, who they struggled with in the Well, he'll be as good as his quarterback. He's not going to win any games if he doesn't have a quarterback. Great with all your defensive schemes. This league doesn't end up 13, 12 games. you got to get to 20. So can he get a quarterback that can get him to 20? I think they could be a playoff team in the NFC next year. I'm not doubting that. I think they could, too. I like their... I, I honestly... Thought nothing against Pete Carroll. I thought they underachieved last year. I think they have. How can you be last in total defense for two years? There's. I love their linebackers. I love their corners. They've got a rush end I kind of like. They've got an interior lineman I like, and I think they have excellent young receivers, tight end, running back weapons, good offensive tackles. I thought they underachieved last year. All right, let's get to the Chiefs and the Super Bowl. They have chosen to wear their red jerseys for the Super Bowl this season, so that means the Niners will be wearing white. 
This could bode well for San Francisco. Why? Teams wearing white jerseys 16 and 3 in the Super Bowl since 2004. However, one of those losses did come from the Niners <laughs> in Super Bowl 54. <laughs> Obviously fun and silly um white jersey team 16 and 3. In the I don't bet those those props don't do it for me. I know people that bet the the coin toss. Yeah, I don't yeah. $100,000 tails never fails. Like that's just stupid. Uh, but this is uh, they did, did. They always bet the duration of the anthem. Anthem, yeah. Which people get all geeked about. They, I, that just doesn't do it for me. Well, I, you know, I, I like. I think Super Bowl's fun because every family member can play along. It's kind of a yeah. But it, before the Super Bowl, aren't you doing like the squares and buying squares at whatever Super Bowl party you go? Are you having a Super Bowl party, by the way? Nope. Probably watch it by myself. Solo. I take notes on the Super Bowl. You know what I did last week for those games? I have reams of paper. I take notes the entire time. I'm totally boring. People, what did you do in the games? And I'm like, because I had a buddy call, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. I'm boring. And this is what I do. Are you doing for. anything exotic for food? Or because you're solo, you're just like, you know, rummaging? Well, I'm not going to, I'm going to buy, I'm not going to order out. You'll never get food. So I'll, I'll have, I'll be stocked at home and I'll probably cook myself I'm, something. That, this is sounding a little sad. <laughs> it's not, well, it's not sad. You're culminating the NFL season by sitting alone, taking notes and eating like week old Cheetos. <laughs> well, that's not what I'm going to eat. But, you know, the, it is a work day for us. The American public, they got to go get liquored up. It's yeah, a work day I went for to us. two Super Bowl parties last year, boozing at both of them. And I came in and I gave 100%. It was, it was an awesome Super <laughs> That's Bowl. That's your Monday. perception of it. We thought you were closer to 70%. Oh, final story. Joel Embiid, <laughs> oh man, left knee injury last night in the fourth quarter. Was in visible pain after Kaminga. Ooh, look at that. Kind of lands on him. Kaminga's... He's a large individual. Um, ow, now, Embiid, ow, 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 now, Embiid ow. missed two games prior with the soreness. Everybody was mocking him for missing the Denver that showdown. That looks like it Jokic. hurts. Here's the deal. He's been, and I, you know I'm not the biggest Embiid guy, he's been the best player this regular season in the NBA. Unbelievable stats. He's not going to get enough games to win the MVP award because of this new 65-game limit. It's... I understand why Halliburton earlier you mentioned he bashed the 65 game mark, but like Embiid clearly has been the best player, huh? and now he's going to miss more games. MRI, knee soreness, probably out two weeks. Who knows? Don't, do you think that's a little bit dumb for the NBA to say, "Hey, you didn't play enough games, you can't qualify for all no, NBA"? I don't think it's dumb at all. I think asking players to play 79 percent of games, nobody's taking away your game check, nobody's taking away your shoe deal. Nobody's taking away your social media deals. They're just saying you're not going to get your bonus if you don't play 79% yeah, you're not of the You're going to get games. all NBA. And then 15 years from now when people are stacking Joel Embiid versus David Robinson. Well, who? David Robinson The, the host on WIP? Who cares? No, you know, the meatballs on NBA Twitter. It's who cares? Slam matter. Magazine? It doesn't Awards matter. Awards don't matter. How many times have you been the uh, radio I, you, host of the year? In, in- I, I don't care about it. I never I don't care about You could ask me any award. I, I, I watched every Tom Brady snap that, I, that he played in, arguably. I mean, almost every one. I have no... I think he was an MVP in the Super Bowl five times. It could have been four. Who cares? It's called Google. I don't memorize anymore. I memorized when I was 12, and then Google happened, you know, when I was probably 40 or 30 or whatever it was, and then I didn't have to memorize sports anymore. Just look it up. So I don't think that... It just... The stat part of this whole thing just never... I mean... Derek Jeter's a great player. So, I don't need to see the back of his baseball okay, card so to know we, he can play. We don't have time here to go into it, but you mentioning, like, oh, the stats are nice. And, like, well, then what are we using to compare players and, and, and your historic eyes, greatness? Your huh? eyes, titles, your eyes. Your eyes. The eye test is what matters, right? Okay. You know who had who really passed the eye so you test? You know, you're saying awards. I, uh, yeah, Mahomes is great. Titles. Better than Marino. No titles. I don't care about your MVPs. What does it matter? Aaron Rodgers has never been a great come-from-behind quarterback. I can see that with my eyes. I, I don't need stats to tell, oh, he did this. You have to quantify it. Some guys have great offensive coordinators. Matt Stafford's a lot better in L.A. now than he was in Detroit. He's got a better coach. So if Matt Stafford would have had better coaching, Stafford would be viewed much differently. If it, What if Matt Stafford would have been with McVay for 12 years? I guarantee he's got three Super Bowls. 
So I mean, again, if if I mean, if Belichick doesn't have Brady, what is he? Probably nothing special. So I think all these stats and awards, it's so much of it's who was your coach, who was your star player, who was your owner. It's very hard to win Super Bowls. In I think Stefanski's a great coach. Cleveland's ownership not been great. So I, I mean, I think the kid at Minnesota, Kevin O'Connell. I think he's I think he's tremendous coach. To bring it back to NBA. So Doesn't Joel have a quarterback Embiid. that's Mahomes like. So Joel Embiid. Injuries, hasn't won a finals. Better career. Joel Embiid or Patrick Ewing? Joel Embiid's a better player. Well, why is that it, it, my, I've watched both of them a hundred times. Joel Embiid's a better player. Okay. Offensively, I don't think it's that close. I can't get to the conference finals to save his life, but he's a better player. Got it. Okay. Ryan. Joel Embiid's a much better offensive He's player. He's very talented. He's like the closest thing to Shaq we've had. Yeah. Patrick Ewing just happened to run up in, against this guy named Jordan, and then when Jordan left, who's in the finals? Patrick Ewing, baby. They did lose to Olajuwon, but they got to the finals. You think Ewing's better than Embiid? I, I don't think that Embiid's definitely better. Talent, maybe. But, like, better player overall? Oh. I think it's very close, and I would lean Patrick Ewing. I'm Embiid's a Ewing guy. Got, I'm a Knicks fan. You Okay. Well, Ewing's done playing and beats got minimum five years left it's not going to be close with with that body i don't need an mvp i don't need a title from barkley or Embiid. they're all-time greats okay all-time great that what does that mean that means you're an all-time top 20 ish player barkley top 20 absolutely i I need the only people that argue that didn't see him play charles was charles was there's three ways to score. Down low, perimeter, transition. He was an A at all of them. Michael Jordan wasn't an A from the perimeter. He was a mid-range shooter. Yeah. He was good in transition, great low. Okay, Barkley, here yeah. we go. Pit, Pippet or Barkley? Barkley, not close. Not close. Not even close. J-Mac with the news. There you go. Yeah, Barkley's a much better player than I Pippen. just floated it. I didn't say Pippen, but... Come on. I, I, that's not even a debate. hour. That's not even a debate. I'm going to lead tomorrow's show with this. <laughs> Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 